Hi everyone, welcome to episode 14 of Two Friendless Friends. You know, it's actually pretty cool that we're already on episode 14, right? Like we started this podcast in January. Well, like we started recording in January, but this kind of existed before that. Yeah, right, we did. Uh, but we started posting in January, yeah. didn't we? Our first episode yeah. came out like on the first day of the year, like <laughs> when the fireworks yeah, were going, we were trying to upload our episodes. <laughs> yeah, I I vaguely remember that. But it's actually pretty cool that we're already on episode 14. And you said the other day that we just reached uh, um, like over 300 downloads. Yeah, I think we're on like 300 and nearly 350 now. And um, that doesn't include the YouTube as well. Yeah, so that'll be, like, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, right? And, like, basically whatever podcast player people use. Because I'm pretty sure our podcast should be available nearly everywhere. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. I really want to see, like, who actually listens to it. Except we can't really. Yeah, I know. I just want to know, like, is there anyone that doesn't actually know who we are personally, but has continued to watch over time. Like, that's just something I really want to know. And if you are that kind of person, please let us know, because that would be really cool. Anyway, uh, so before we actually get into this episode, I wanted to take a bit of time to ask a question. It might take a while to answer this question, and it's really broad, but it's just really about, like, communication, okay? So... What do you define a good communicator as? Um, in what situation, though? Like, as a friend in group work or... Okay, let's start off with friendship then. I think friendship communication, it depends how close you are. So, like, if it's not someone not that close, I don't really expect that much in terms of communication. But if it's someone that um, I personally think is a close friend of mine then I think I kind of expect a bit more so like more frequent replies and the actual like conversations aren't very like dry boring they're not dry like they actually flow and it's like it's not very one-sided you know it's like I put in I not really energy because I think my text messages tend to sound very dead because I don't use like punctuation or emojis I just straight up type you know that's kind of weird because I've been told that I overuse punctuation when I text I don't know do do you know anyone who uses like quotation marks when they text (laughs) you other than me because I didn't realize it was like a weird thing until someone was like why do you do this? I'm like, this is normal. It just makes so much more sense and like easier to read. I'm just like, not bothered. I just straight up type it. But it just makes so much sense and it's so easy. It's like people should be able to pick up where the punctuation is meant to be anyway. That's true. So I don't think it's necessary. But yeah, I think like in terms of communication, I just kind of expect some effort and it shouldn't seem like it's only me talking yeah and i hate what one thing i hate is always having to initiate the conversation okay so i think 
like you would say your your definition of a good communicator is just someone who can have a good conversation with you and it can go on for a while without it being boring or dry okay what about like when uh conflict occurs though or not even conflict like just something that you disagree on with a friend i mean like usually i kind of just accept their opinion and be like yeah that's your opinion and this is my opinion like we don't really argue over much um i don't think i've ever really like completely argued with someone because i disagree with them on something in terms of friendships a lot of the times it's like oh we tell each other our reasoning and we respect each other's opinions no matter how different they are wait that's most times for you yeah that's, is that how the conversation goes that's actually times? like i rarely have conflict with friends yeah okay that's actually really good though i actually don't too honestly Ex- uh, <laughs> sorry no okay no it's really it's really just one few people the, the same few people okay uh so basically the reason i'm asking this and it's kind of ironic for me to say this because i don't think i'm personally a really good communicator because i think to be a good communicator you also have to be able to say your own thoughts comfortably and I don't think I do that very well like I wouldn't consider myself to be the most genuine person because I don't actually uh genuinely say all my opinions right Mm. but I would say I'm a good listener yeah you are like when someone says something I'll take it in so basically the other day I was talking to someone about like I haven't talked to this person in a while do they listen they probably don't i have no idea i don't think they probably don't yeah it doesn't matter anyway they (laughs) can know that i don't like them because of this now so okay uh oh i didn't like them for a while okay but then they wished me a happy birthday and i was like oh okay uh let me like kind of initiate the conversation again see if like we can repatch the past and i feel like I have pretty valid reasoning for disliking them in the past, which I probably won't get into now, but I I don't know. That's a lot for me to say. Like, I know it's not very believable and it sounds very biased to say that, like, it's valid to not, dis- to not like them. But anyway, I didn't like them for a while. They said happy birthday. I was like, let's give them another chance. Let's talk to them. Let me go through, like, why I don't, why I kind of disliked what they did to me. So I told them that, right? And their response was like, yes, uh, thanks for telling me. I'm living a blessed life now. <laughs> yeah, the blessed bit was so... It was No, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not even it exaggerating. It was so funny. That was literally the conversation. It was, so, it was so funny in the sense that, like, it was so weird. It was like, weird. Even, it was like, a weird who response. Who even says that? I, I'm, I live a blessed life. Yeah, like things have taken a blessed turn or something, something like that. It was along and those like, lines. Who even yeah. uses the uses the word blessed? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that is weird, right? Like I'm telling you yeah, like, that you in have the hurt context, me. It's you're like you're you're telling them like, oh, I don't like this, this isn't and he's like, I'm doing so well without you, kinda. 
No, but it wasn't even that though. It was, okay, let me actually like rephrase everything. So it was, I'm going to summarize it. Hey, you hurt me because of this and this. uh, It was like, no, no, actually, sorry. Let me, let me repeat that again. Hey, you hurt me because of something and I want to talk to you about it in case that later on, if we don't ever get the chance to, I don't want to like seem fake, right? I want to let you know now. And he says to me, no, I don't really want to revisit the past. And I was like, okay, but I still want to let you know because I I don't want it to just come up randomly later. Like, just let me say my stuff, right? Uh, And then he never really was like, okay, like, tell me about it. I had to be the one to tell him. Mm -hmm. He never really asked either. So then I was like, okay, so you hurt me for this reason as well as this reason. And then he said, Oh, thanks for being a good friend to me. Uh, I hope to see you around. Uh, Thanks for telling me. And I was like, okay, what? And he was like, oh, yeah, I can't really change the past, but uh, things things have definitely gotten better. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, so you can't change the past, but, like, you could be more careful about it in the future. And he was like, yeah, definitely. And I'm like, this is not the response that I want. From someone who's being quite hurt over something you said. I feel like I, I I felt like I wanted you to at least acknowledge that you hurt me, but he wasn't listening to anything I said. And then it, that's where it got me thinking about like communication in general, right? People think that they're good communicators just because they're like, oh, I'm able to talk to people. But that's not being Talking a good communicator, and right? Communicating is very different. Like, talking is a means of communication, but it's not about, like, how much you talk. It's about, like, what you talk about and how you express it. Okay, so would you then say that listening and communicating is on equal levels of importance? Yeah, like, um, you have to be able to listen to other people's problems when they listen to yours. It's like, when, when you're talking, they listen, and listening as in, like, they actually pay attention. Exactly, right. So I, I agree with you, too. And so then I think, like, if I was to make, like, a list of what a good communicator is, especially in, like, a conflict situation, it would just be that it would just be that you have to listen to what they're saying, acknowledge what you did, okay? If you don't agree and if you really think that you're in the right, you can explain that and you can you, – you're allowed to defend yourself. You're allowed to say what you're – what your own thoughts Yeah, you're allowed are. to. And I want to just put in, like, you're allowed to express your thoughts, but you're not allowed to try and make someone, like, also have the same thoughts as you and also have the same opinions as you. It's like it, you both kind of need to just understand where you're coming from and that's kind of it. There's no really need to, like, oh, make sure that your opinions are exactly the same after this conversation. Yeah, okay. I want... But I want anyway, to turn this back on you. Okay, yeah. What about group work? in co- Communication in group work? Because I know that we've both had some, like, not great experiences with group work, and I've complained about it in the past few episodes. Speaking of group work, but, though, I don't even want to say that. Yes. Like, I, I, I really like the people in the group, but we submitted it eight minutes before it was due. This, you know how normal that is, though? Huh? I feel like that's very normal. But, I mean, we we set a deadline. 
I mean, like, yeah, to be fair, if you set a deadline and said and that... And everyone else had their parts all done except agreed. for this one girl who was meant to do the submission. Like, oh, I, I won't even say it. I, I can't <laughs> even say it. Okay, but group work? So do you mean just, like, okay, communicating group work? While I think of this... Yeah. So, like, when you're... It's, like, more... Not necessarily just group work, but, like, communicating when you're working with someone... It's very different from friendships. So yeah, I wanted yeah. to know your opinions. Okay, I think it's different because the relationship you have with people you're working with is more like acquaintances, whereas friends, yeah, definitely. you definitely have a stronger emotional connection. And I think that it's actually harder for me to talk to people who I'm not that close with. It's easier for me to just be like, you're bad, done. Do you say <laughs> that? No, but like essentially when there's issues it's much easier for me to argue with someone in my group that's not my friend than someone that is my friend because when they are my friend I'm much more likely to kind of like tolerate issues okay why is that though I don't want to ruin a friendship because of group work because how I see it you know I've always said that like I cut out toxic people and stuff like that from my life, mm-hmm. right? But when it comes to group work, I don't think that can translate to friendship. Since, like, working with someone is very different from being friends with someone, as I said a bit earlier. And just because I'm not good at working with them doesn't mean they are a bad friend. Yeah. That's how I think about it. Yeah, obviously, though. Because I feel like I definitely have friends who aren't as organized as me. And, like, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm the most organized, but they just aren't as organized as me. And the, their style of working is me? very different, right? Me? <laughs> what do you mean? You are organized. Finishes things at the very last minute, though. No, but, like, at least in terms of this podcast, because that's, that's what I'm working on with you. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Like, but... If you had to, you're probably not going to end up working with me at uni because we don't exactly. really, even when we do share courses, it's not courses where we timetable together anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, and it, you're doing comp and I'm doing science. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, though, I don't think I, I work well when there's conflict in groups. Because I get really scared to say my stuff. But I actually... You're so scared for, about confrontation. I noticed yeah. that. Um, but I actually have been putting a lot of effort into... Like, I, I've been making a conscious effort. I, I don't think you would have noticed. But, uh, like, just some stuff that I've... Okay, like, okay. For example, um, yesterday... When you were like, oh, there's this article, which we actually might get into later in this episode. There's this article. And then I said, oh, I kind of wanted to do an episode. What did I say? Not on social issues. Uh, Yeah. yeah. That text, I was like, oh, should I send it? It's a bit like going against what Kelly wants to do. And then I was like, no, I was like, yes, please suggest. Because like I couldn't, I straight up just couldn't really think of much other than the meme about 
<laughs> evergreen in the Suez Canal. Yay, like, that got free. <laughs> That was the only non-social um, thing, like, non-serious thing that I could think about. Yeah, it's, like, very small things like that. But I'm, I feel, like, I tell myself, okay, just send it. Just say your thoughts and then deal with whatever their response is later. And then, I, so I feel yeah. like I'm getting better at being more assertive. You're getting better. You're getting there. You're getting there. Not quite there yet, but I just feel really bad about it. Yeah. What do you think makes a good communicator in group work, though? Um, it has to be someone that, like, kind of... You, I think in group work, there's a obligation to kind of consistently update your group on, like, what you have done. Okay, yeah, I agree. And what there still is to do. So, like, you want to make sure that everyone's running on a very similar timeline so you meet deadlines and stuff like that and make sure that no one's really falling behind. So here's the thing. I've complained about this so many times, but it's not going to stop until the end of this term. So get prepared. There's like... Is it a comp? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, because I think other groups that I've worked with, they meet deadlines and stuff. Like, although the quality of their work might not meet up to my expectations, like, the deadlines that I set always will give me time to go back and fix all their work if necessary so in terms of group work I'm a lot more organized and like I try to get stuff done early and basically this one guy literally cannot meet a single deadline Wait, okay we we since we bring up this guy so much we should actually give him like a name <laughs> like a fake name a code name turtle 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 a turtle okay by the way okay um when i edit these i know it sounds very clear what kelly says and so it's 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 weird (laughs) that like from a viewer's point of view you're like oh kelly clearly said the word turtle how did she hear that as curdle but we communicate through um like we're calling through like phone so the quality isn't that good i just want to say that okay turtle is his name Yes. So, Turtle has not been meeting deadlines. I think, so for the first iteration, we had to rewrite all of his stuff. But this iteration, like, so this is iteration two. There's one more after this before the end of the term. Um, This one has been better, but I also haven't checked any of the work that he's done because I haven't had the time. Since I decided to take on extra work for the group, since um, just to make sure that everything's more consistent when we hand it in, I've decided to take on like changing all the old stuff. I didn't realize exactly how much there was to fix until last night when I was like coding for five hours and trying to fix everything. It was such a pain and I didn't realize it would be that much of a pain. And I'm still not done. When's it due? Next Tuesday in the morning. Oh, okay then. Good luck for that. It's fine. I'll I'll get my part done as long as they get their parts done. It'll be fine. We'll meet the deadline. But it's just like when you have issues when you're in a group with like meeting certain things, you should kind of like directly 
ask the group, talk to the group. If you can't make it to a meeting, let the group know and catch up on the meeting stuff from like the minutes that we write um, or just ask someone if you don't write minutes. And it's like, just make sure that you're, you're keeping up to date with what you need to do and what you still have to do. It's so hard to work with someone that isn't talking about how much they've done. Do you think that being in the societies like law review and med review, it's made you better at working in groups? It's made me hate group work more. What? (laughs) Really? Because I feel like um, in societies, there's less obligation since it's not... There's no grades? There's not no, like, real consequences. Like... Okay. Because in group work in classes... I'd assume most people actually care about their marks and at least want to pass, right? Like, maybe not, like, get HD for everything, but, like, they would want to at least do okay. But, like, in societies, it's, like, there's no real, like, consequence. And, like, especially when you're friends with everyone, there's no real, like, seniority and, like, oh, you have to listen to this person because everyone's just friends. Yeah. So um, I think that's a downfall. It could be a good thing if the w- group does work very well together, but it could also be a downfall because it can easily create tensions in the friendship, especially if like part of the friendship is defined by the society work. Oh yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. I've been thinking about this. I think it has made me better actually because like I didn't know what meeting minutes were before review. What? Yeah, when did you ever have meeting minutes? Um, oh wait, I was in SRC and stuff. Yeah. I don't know, we just, I've always had, like, I've always known what meeting minutes are because I've read meeting minutes many times before. But yeah, I think it's important to have them. And it just makes it a lot easier to follow through with because then, like, you end up, miscommunicating things yeah and like if you don't really have yeah i think one downfall sometimes is when you don't have real defined roles because everyone's just friends there's a lack of like consistency and there's also a lack of like organization because everyone's just like oh let's wing it yeah for societies right because it's just, like, you're less likely to do that when it's, like, a real group assignment for, like, a course than a society. And I think it might have just been because we're part of a society that's less serious. It's, like, more chill and, like, fun. It is, Than, yeah. like, actually having to organise proper things. Because I know, like, think like societies like BSOC and stuff, like, they organise things with... um sponsors and everything and like it's big companies so they have to be a lot more organized than we are yeah and i do think that you have a good point but also if our society ended up doing that and being like super organized with it then i think that i mean it's good to be organized actually but i do think that if we ended up taking a bsoc kind of uh approach a BSOC approach, then it would kind of feel like you're working instead of just having fun. Because right now, 
I think that that's like slightly the point though of review because I think no not review but like that's kind of the point of like subcoms and stuff you're kind of working but you're not completely yeah and our society isn't very like that though it feels genuinely just like we're just organizing stuff to have fun but then it also makes me feel less obligated to attend stuff. It does, yeah. And, um, yeah. It's also because, like, it makes me feel like I can easily cancel on something because of a scheduling issue. It won't make me prioritize it when I'm scheduling yeah. stuff. Which is bad, but it's good for me in terms of, like, my schedule's way too full anyway. So, it's like I get to do it while not having to worry about it clashing with other stuff. I have one last question about communication. Then we can go into the articles that you found. So I wanted to bring this up earlier, but I feel like there's a, a fine line between disagreeing with the other person and dismissing what they're saying, right? I don't think it's that fine of a line. Like, it's not... It's a fine line, but it's a very clear line. Like, distinct line. So, a situation... Like, an example I can give would kind of just be, like... If... Okay, let's just use, like, our conversation from last night, right? Yeah. Uh, Actually, there was no feelings involved in that. <laughs> I like, mean... No, no one was happy or hurt. It was, okay, that, that was, like, just very, like, we're both dead. We were just trying to come up with something. And... Okay. We just, like, pulled whatever we could, I think, last night. So let's say that you brought up... Okay, or, or I was like, hey, I don't... Maybe we should consider doing this instead. And then you got very upset about it about me suggesting a new idea okay and let's pretend that we had a conversation after that talking about it and I don't really understand why you're hurt and I'm trying to defend myself I guess by saying like no I was just trying to suggest new ideas but then maybe you were saying like no you just always disagree with what I say and I'm just sick of it right like I don't I feel like there is a fine line between disagreeing and trying to like defend your own opinions or just completely dismissing the other person's opinions i mean like the thing is i there is a fine line between that but i think people find it easier to dismiss than like disagree and respect it's so much yeah. easier, like, yeah, because it's like less effort involved for the person. Like, imagine this: you're the person kind of disagreeing. Is it easier, like, less effort for you to just dismiss what they said and just take your opinion, than like to actually like listen through and like process everything they say and like their reasoning and also like kind of incorporate parts of what you agree with them into your own reasoning. So like, it is easier to dismiss. And that's the bad part because by dismissing constantly, you don't really form new opinions and you don't really, like, grow. Because I feel like a lot of the things we learn um, in life are when we disagree with someone and then we listen to what they think and we see a new perspective. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. Because, like, it's, like, I've definitely grown up with, like, very sheltered and very, like, similar people. And since, like, coming to uni, I've met a lot more different people. And, like, I've kind of learned a lot in terms of attitudes and, like, things to do, things not to do, kind of stuff like that. Yeah, and I think it's actually really frustrating if you're someone who wants to talk about and, like, communicate it through when there's conflict happening, when you're talking to someone who's just really, really afraid of confrontation. Because I would say that I'm – I don't like it, but I won't always completely avoid it. I don't think you run away from it. You just don't like it. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, because that – made me so angry because all I wanted to do was to talk it through with them right something happened basically and I was like this is how I felt and then they were just like oh okay and and they weren't listening to anything they weren't saying what they were thinking either and I think from their point of view they just kind of wanted to avoid the topic because it's uncomfortable having to deal with conflict and I guess that right it's definitely uncomfortable but I know this person too and I'm like they haven't changed because they haven't dealt with it they haven't dealt with the confrontation and like uh like really listened and processed what other people have said and also like taken that feedback see what they agree with and like kind of adapt themselves to that they haven't done that yeah and and I just got really angry during that because I was just left kind of in the dark because I had no idea what was going on because they just wouldn't tell me anything. Yeah, You can't really tell if like they were angry or if like they were sad and they felt hurt. Yeah. So then nothing really got fixed in the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's happened a few times. Nothing has gotten fixed with them. Oh, well, I wish them the best. Oh, well. Okay, let's actually get into the articles that you found, though. Um, so last night I was just scrolling through Facebook and I saw this post because I used to go to North Sydney Girls, right? So I still follow them on Facebook. And they posted up this article by the New South Wales Department of Education. And I actually found this really cool because I didn't hear about kind of this happening. And this is something that I've like kind of wanted to happen as well. So the education department is initiating this um, free hygiene products for school students. And it's like, as it's a trial run right now, but it's like to ensure that there are no barriers to girls' education. So it's not really like, oh, we're going to hand out pads to everyone, but it's more like um, they will be available in the school girls' toilets for girls that need to use it. And you can just take it without paying any money. Which schools are getting this? Um, it's Western Sydney and Dubbo. In like 30 different schools. And just one of high them school is... Or... Huh? Sorry, just high school or primary as well? I think they are prioritising high schools probably. I don't know. But they're probably prioritising high school because high school is like where most girls get their periods. But I don't know how, but they said it's just a trial run right now. 
And afterwards, they will, like, look at how they rolled it out across to every single school. Because it will take ages to, like, install the dispensers and, like, kind of stock everything, make sure that there's consistent stock to schools. But I think, like, just the thought of this starting to happen is actually very, very important. A big it's a move very, forward. It's a very big step because, like, there's always been that argument about, like, oh, why are girls paying so much for necessities? And I think a few years ago they removed taxes off of uh, sanitary products. Or am I tripping? I feel like I heard about that, but I don't know if I, we're both tripping. <laughs> but okay, if we're both, if we both remember it, then we're, we probably aren't tripping. Unless it's like one of those weird things where, yeah, let's not go into that. That's too, it's too trippy. Okay. Um, yeah, but basically, but that's actually really good though. For. For high school students. Yeah, especially because, like, high school students are not at an age where they have any sort of income. So, yeah, it does help a lot of families that are struggling with... Because pads are so expensive. Like, when they're yeah. on sale, it's, like, a few dollars for a pack. And when you're on your period, you go through, like, at least a pack or two. Or, like, a pack and a bit, depending on how bad your flow is that time. But, and, like, it's, like, certain ones are, like, more expensive and, like, stuff like that. And I think it is a necessity that should be free to everyone. Um, we can say that about healthcare, too, but we know that there's some countries out there without Medicare. Yeah. All yep. the country's version of Medicare. Yeah. So... I don't know. This is, like, it's a good thing. I feel like it's a bit late, but I'm glad that it has happened no matter what. Yeah. And the thing that really, uh, that just doesn't make sense to me, and probably a lot of women, as well as men probably out there, is that why are condoms constantly being given out free? In in various events, right? I feel like in so many uni in uni events they did. And yeah, I, they I, also I know gave pads, pads were also yeah. yeah, I know. But I feel like it's more common for condoms to be given out than pads. And I guess that like oh I don't know, from a business point of view it's just easier and cheaper to give out condoms. But then like like girls need pads. Yeah. Right, like there, there are other options too, obviously, but like, it's, it's not like, girls need these products, like whether it be a pad or like tampons or like menstrual cups or like stuff like that for health girls reasons, need not even these. for pleasure reasons. It's not even. I wouldn't say it's health. It's just necessity. It's just a necessity. No, but it's like physical health, keeping your body healthy. Um, it's not even. It's not like, no, because what I'm thinking when you say like keeping yourself healthy is like supplements and stuff like that. This is just straight up necessity. It's not even about like, oh, making sure you have a proper diet and stuff like that. Because no matter what, girls will get their periods. That's not negotiable in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um. 
it's like it's not like it's gonna be like period stop and the blood stops coming out and like you're like okay I don't need pads it's it's something that will happen it's just messed up okay and, and this is kind of going a bit off topic but I don't think that sex ed is is done well enough definitely in some especially schools. other countries and some schools okay I don't know how it was in your school actually, but I it know was some a people. One hour lesson, and that was it. Like once a week. One hour lesson, one time in the four years that I was at that school. Wait, what? Yes. I mean, then again, like it was, it was like a module in PE. So, oh, we also, I actually, you know what? Comparing my school with a lot of other schools, I think we actually did it pretty well. We had a day where these doctors came around to our school and we separated into like small groups of like maybe five or six. And then uh, we separated it into like gender. So like guys were separated into like groups of five or six. Girls were separated into groups of five or six with a doctor there and then we just went around talking about like um sex ed as well as any questions that we wanted to ask the doctor personally and I think that that day was very important but then beyond that we also had like regular sex ed classes oh we didn't like, have that we didn't have that but here's my thing like um especially when it comes I remember doing sex ed in year six right and well, was it not in the module H- how did you just skip it though huh we didn't like skip in, the, it. in the syllabus. We didn't skip it. We just skimmed through it. Oh, okay. But like, I remember in year six, basically. Um, I feel like a lot of schools do this, but I don't really remember if we did this. But there's always like that specific talk with girls about periods, and like guys aren't there for it. Oh, I remember we had that in camp, but it was a more- and I've heard that. This exists also in other countries where, like, girls and guys get split up for sex ed and then, like, they get completely different talks. But I feel like both genders should be present in both because it's, like, guys need to know this too. Not necessarily because it immediately affects them, but it will affect others around them and it also, like, is better... It better informs them about stuff that would happen in the future. Yeah, because I remember talking to a guy and they were 18 at the time. Yep, they were 18. And they didn't know that girls had the three holes. Okay, as it all like two at the front, one at the back. Yeah. They also kind of recently, like this was last year, but like they found out pretty late in comparison to everyone else that periods were an ongoing thing they thought it was just like a one-time thing (laughs) right like what is what is happening to yeah this is why i say like girls and guys need the same sex ed like both need to learn about the same things like maybe some parts of it will like directly affect a certain gender more both need to know about it wait okay so you said that you had your one hour class yeah in school did you then learn about like how to put on a condom yeah oh okay one demonstration and that was it you guys didn't get to do it yourself no it was literally like 
I think it was like three classes or something just chucked together in the lecture Wait, theater. what? That's even worse. Huh? That's even worse, though. Yeah, it was three classes chucked together, one teacher taking us, and explained everything very quickly. Oh, no. See, see, wh- why are they doing this? This is just as important as, like... This is more important than, like, learning Circle Geo, okay? I <laughs> Circle Geo is so useless. And Circle Geo, I, I have not used Circle Geo since high school. Other than tutoring yeah. kids. But Yeah, exactly. But there's like in in a real life situation, how how often do you use Circle Geo? Right? I think I don't know how well you know the standard math syllabus, but that is so much more applicable to the real world than any two year or three year maths content. Yeah. That I, it I think. Is. And that's why I think uh, yeah. standard is harder than to you and have you seen the tiktok about like uh, when girls ask guys about like periods and like so oh, I remember yes. there was this one Wait. guy that was like how do you pee when you have a pad on <laughs> oh my gosh I, I think I remember that and then like no one answered him seriously right because he thought he stuck the pad straight onto you like what? <laughs> yeah that was pretty it was, it's so concerning like and these are like grown men. These are adults. Yeah, yeah. He had to be. He was serious about asking, right? And he was so serious. And like, I know that there are definitely people out there that also don't have this knowledge. Yeah. I I, I guess like, look, if you have access to the internet, you could search it yourself. You could just educate yourself, or yeah. you can ask around. I guess. But like. People, like, why would people do that, honestly? Like, I don't think people are that... Which then again reminds me of this other conversation about, like, ignorance, right? Or just, like, being racist. Because people are like, oh, at this age, at 18, 19 years old... Hey, none of us are 18. Anyway, um, at 19 years old... we're both 19 now. Or or not even 19, like, even, like, 16, 17, right? (laughs) People are like, oh, you should be educated enough not to say the N-word. If you have access to the internet, you should know that kind of stuff. Because but I feel I th- like the internet is where it gets even worse. Yeah. But, like, I guess people don't know what to search up if they just don't know about stuff. Yeah. That's, like, a lot of this stuff know. is stuff that should be taught in the education system. And emphasised in the edu- education system. Speaking of, I don't think that our education system is the best. There's so many things that need that could be changed. Yeah. I was going to bring it back to uh, schools and the sanitary products, right? Yeah. Like, it's definitely a really good move forward. There's going to be issues along the way. And yeah, it's like yeah. a bit late too. But, but I'm glad that it's getting started. It's good that it's happening now rather than later. So when is it actually happening? Like when is it? When is it's it? It's already rolling being out? like rolled out. Um, I I think they listed Birong Girls High School as one of the schools um, that have started today. So this article came out 29th March, and I think a lot of schools already have it in their school in the school bathrooms. Um, particularly across Western Sydney and Dubbo. 
So, like, definitely the more disadvantaged areas. Oh, okay, that's really good then, that they're starting there. Yeah. I do feel like people would just steal it, though, and just take, like, ten. But, like, that's fine. You need it. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. There's something wrong with you if you're taking it for the lols, but it's in the girls' bathroom. These girls will get their periods no matter what. So they're going to need it. It's going to end up being used. I mean, like, it's messed up if you're taking something that's being provided to you for free and just, like, ripping it up or, like, sticking it somewhere where it shouldn't be. Or, like, just doing something with it. Or, like, flushing it down the toilet or something like that. Um, I think that's a part where the schools have to, like, kind of teach the girls what to do and, like, also monitor the system. And see how well it's being yeah. rolled out. Is it just pads? Uh, pads and tampons, I think. Oh, okay. Variation. Wow. That's actually really cool. But it's only for... Um, yeah, so... Um, Department of Education, oh, yeah. you said, right? Yeah, so dispensers will be provided with sanitary products, including pads and tampons, at no cost to schools or students. The department will trial two types of dispensers, which will be placed in the female students' bathrooms. That's so good. Yeah. And I think no matter how much this is abused, it should still exist. Because um, I think there's still there's always going to be people that, like, mess around with it and kind of take advantage of it in, like, a bad way, like, by kind of not using these products for their purpose. But at the same time, it's going to help so many more students. Especially, yeah, in, like, the rural areas where people don't have that much yeah. access to just regular things, right? And, like, things are so much more expensive for them. Yeah, exactly. Did you see that? Um, I think this was a while ago, but, like, it was the there was a supermarket in a rural town in Queensland and the prices were hiked up so much purely because, like, the transportation costs yeah yeah and like these people already uh like their education isn't that good the best it's not the best like they don't have access to like regular technology laptops those kind of and the money they save by not having to buy these products will go to like bettering their mental physical health and also their education so I think it's actually a very, very good move. Yeah. And I was like, wow, yes, this is finally happening when I saw the article. Another thing that I saw on the news recently was New Zealand approved paid leave after miscarriages. Yeah, so you told me about that. And I think that that is, like, a very, very big step forward. I think we personally, like, we can't really speak out for, like, the experiences, but... All I know, it's like, it's gonna be, it's a very sad thing for the parents and it's heartbreaking. Very traumatizing. It's traumatizing. And I think giving, offering this three, these three days paid leave is a very important step forward for women in particular as well. Um, And I'm so happy that it's like, they're offering it to the parents, not just a, a parent. Oh yeah. And it's. Like, yeah, three days isn't considered the most time. It's probably not enough time Yeah, even. but it's a step forward. Yeah, and and just by offering this, it kind of 
gives off the message that like yes the country cares yeah. about miscarriages they see it as a problem they see it as a problem big enough that it can affect work and therefore yes you're allowed to take some time off to deal with that kind of stuff miscarriages aren't something that you can just kind of get over you know like parental leave they get older you can kind of like Stop. you don't have to be there all the time yeah yeah but this is basically like your child that you've had to carry for nine months and the pregnancy process is very hard too for both the the mom and the dad and then if it's just kind of and then if you experience miscarriage that's going to be really hard to deal with and so like a country for them to say that this is a problem that they care about it just shows that that miscarriage is a very serious thing yeah and I think it's like something that's not talked about as often as well like I think people think it's shameful to have a miscarriage oh for sure yeah actually that I think I've heard this so many times like from particularly from influencers that have had miscarriages it's like they didn't realize how normal it was as in like how many people have also experienced that because like when they experienced it and they reached out to others others were like oh yes that also happened to me yeah and it's it's hard to really talk about i guess yeah we don't really see the impact of it and the fact that a country has decided we see this impact we see that it's important and we see that we should be giving these um people some time off to kind of adjust and accept what's happened do you know any other countries that are doing it or is it just new zealand i don't know but apparently um once new zealand passed the bill there has been many pushes in australia to also do something similar okay i'm just searching now wait they it's been approved the new zealand paid leave five days ago yeah yeah i said it's been approved oh okay and it will be it's expected to come into law in like the coming weeks because like stuff doesn't happen immediately but actually a lot of other countries have this too also like the fact that it's three days it's not that significant in terms of the number of days but i feel like it's a start and we can move forward and also increase the number of days as like society comes to accept that this is an important issue that we should kind of be emphasizing as well i'm so sad when if when jacinda arden isn't in parliament anymore but she's done a great job you know really really putting the country up there yeah and philippines too i just searched up miscarriage leave it's sad that like there's actually so many countries out there that don't give leave to like families that have like they don't give um what's it called maternity leave yes oh i was gonna bring that up too yeah maternity leave it's a weird thing like why are you not and i've also and also like healthcare is is covered by companies that's really really weird to me also i think um, in some countries it's what was i gonna say i keep forgetting 
What's wrong with my brain? Oh, there's also that um, thing about, like, there's companies out there that used to be less likely to hire women because they thought, like, oh, women won't stay as long as men would because, like, oh, once they have a kid, they're going to take, like, maternity leave and then once they've taken maternity leave, they might not be able to work full-time again for us, so why should we invest in, like, um, yeah, having this employee in our company? And... As someone that's very, like, career-driven, I really want to kind of work for myself and stuff like that. Um, That's weird to think about. I see, like, the very big profit motive of it. Okay. But at the same time, it's messed up because you can't really say that about an entire gender. You can't. Which I I guess is why they have, like, the um, Anti-Discrimination Act. But then, like employers kind of they're able to get around it yeah you know like they don't have to they can just say oh yeah i didn't want to hire them because they didn't have this kind of qualification compared to this guy but then like realistically if it was like two men who were applying for that job they probably wouldn't think about it like this um also i said the wrong thing before new zealand's actually the second country to have this uh leave miscarriage or stillbirth and the other country is india actually oh because like this article by abc news said um that this is bbc.com so a member of parliament said that they basically might as well be the first country oh why what's with india no idea that's all they said oh okay then I I haven't looked into it yet, but either way, that's pretty cool. And then if Australia does that, that'll be a really good step forward as well. Okay. Yeah. We actually might stop the episode here since it's already getting towards the one hour mark. Is there anything else you wanted to... Yep, our episodes have... Our episodes have been getting very long. Yeah, but that's okay, right? Yeah, that's okay. I love how we started off saying 45-minute episodes and nothing has been on that mark since the first episode. Yeah, the first episode was in the 40 minutes and then it just it just got longer and longer. And then I think our longest is probably uh, the... One that hasn't come out yeah, yet. Yeah, so that's yeah, next week, right? Um, I think so. Yeah. It should be um, number 15. So that's a really yeah. exciting episode. If you if yes. you know the pattern that we're going in right now, you might notice, which is the Get to Know Us series every second episode. So next week is another Get to Know Us series, and that one is really fun. Yeah, so if anyone has any suggestions for what we should do for the Get to Know Us series, please let us know, or if you have any other ideas for any other series that you would like to listen to, Please let us know as well. Actually, I want to throw this question out to the listeners. Would you be interested in an astrology episode? I want to do astrology. I want to, like, investigate. Okay, get to know us, astrology. I saw the Try Guys do it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I I watched their one. It was so funny. I haven't haven't seen it. It was, like, Eugene. I watched their... Yeah, Mm -hmm. Eugene was the one that investigated everyone else's astrology signs. 
Okay, I mean, we'll think about it. So if you guys have any suggestions on what episodes we should um, record, just let us know either in the comments of the YouTube. You can DM us on Instagram, friends. Yep. Is that basically the only way? Yeah, I think um, you're, there's also our email, friends at gmail.com. And other than that, make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and also make sure that you follow us on um, whatever podcast player you use as long as we're available. Download our episodes, leave a review um, and tune in every week at on Sunday at 1pm Sydney time for a new episode. And with that, I guess see you guys next week. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.